Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of But What Do I Know? I'm here tonight with my wonderful father, Derek Brown. How you doing, Dad? Oh, I'm doing perfect. Not feeling good about my Steelers right now, but it's all good. That's that's completely understandable. It was, it was a rough... Uh, my quarterback a... is down. That's so, last week, uh, we missed out on our episode because we were having some technical difficulties, but... Obviously, a lot has happened from the end of the Seahawks game where it kind of looked like our offense was reviving to finding out that Ben was out for the season, which was obviously devastating news. Yes. Um, But, you know, a few positive things have happened since then. We obviously traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, which I thought was a fantastic trade. Um, And now we're heading into San Francisco with pretty much a – not a completely different looking team, but just a completely different feel of a team from what we were expecting, even starting the season, but definitely leaving that Seattle game. So uh, I just want to hear your thoughts on everything, you know, just a lot of stuff to talk about. So just I'll let you take it. Um, we'll start with Ben. Um, it's always disheartening. I mean, I tell, I say this to you all the time in our own private talks. This league is built on quarterbacks. So when you have, I mean, you can arguably always say Ben is at least a top 10 quarterback in my mind. Um, there's some young guys that have stepped up over the last couple of years with debate now, pushing some of the old guys down. But um, when you lose a, a quarterback in this league, you, you hurt him. Um, this league is built around quarterbacks. If your quarterbacks can't make plays, you're not a, you're you're not a quality team um, unless your defense is just all world. And that's we don't have those the the, the rules are set up for offense and quarterbacks. But um, losing him, you know, really changed the look of our team this year. Um, one of the things I am excited about is, I don't know if you've heard over the last couple of days, is that um, the rookie receiver now will be starting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I think I think you know, we were going to talk about it last week, but we didn't really get it in, was Dante Moncrief's finger has probably at this point affected his ability to catch and also his mental mental toughness as a receiver. His finger is messed up. Um, I, I'm not actually sure why. Um, maybe they recommended it to him. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. I have to speculate. They said, hey, I mean, it's messed up. It's probably going to need some type of surgery. That probably was like we, you either the surgery may work or you may not be able to come back. And so he elected to try to play through it. But it has definitely... I mean, you saw it. Well, I, I read the reports when he first came back to practice is that he had drops. So it's just carried on. And when you start dropping in the game, you, your confidence is shaken. So I think at this point, um, the Steelers are looking for answers of this, this playability. And I think you saw it last week with the with the with the – um, what's the what's the quarterback's name we got now? Mason. Yeah, Mr. Rudolph. Mr. Um, Rudolph. Just just a little history for everybody that's listening from from on the podcast, and also my son, is that I live in the Charlotte area, Charlotte, North Carolina. I now live in Florida, 
for many years. And if you don't know, Mason Rudolph is from a city called Rock Hill, South Carolina, which is right over the border from Charlotte. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yes. I've been played, there quite a few times when I lived there with you. Yeah, he played at a school called Northwestern, and they were a perennial high school power in South Carolina. He was the starting quarterback for four years. Also in that same city at the same time that Mason was playing was Jadavian Clowney played at a different high school in that same city. Um, so they know each other really well. The city is pretty small, three high schools, all of them pretty dominant in football um, over the last 20, 30 years. But um, Mason was the top quarterback coming out of college, I mean, coming out of high school. Um, the knock on him was he was a big guy, really accurate, but he played in a spread offense. And he didn't have what you would call by all, you know, what the scouts say, that big cannon arm, right? So coming out of high school, there's two major schools in South Carolina, which would be Clemson, which is now at this point, you know, a big power again, and, and South Carolina. And at that point, South Carolina's coach was the, <laughs> the man who everybody still talks about is Steve Spurrier and who was a pretty much what they call a quarterback guru, blah, blah, blah. He, neither of these schools offered him a, a scholarship. So he wound up going out to Oklahoma State and breaking all kind of records and running the offense, basically the same offense he ran in high school. It's one of the reasons why he chose to go out there. Um, and now you see him evolve over the last four years, and he's at the Steelers now, but... I, the guy is a is a good quarterback. I, I just remember him from high school, um, head and above his shoulders as a high. When you saw him in high school, this dude, he would, I think he is he six four, six five now. So he may have been six three or six four then. Um, just just when you when you see him, he's a quarterback. Like you you can just see it. And I, and I don't know Darren if you watched him this last court couple quarters he played. He did not look like he was nervous or anything at all, did he? No, he looked great. He, I, he, I, I thought he this, looked great during preseason, too. So This, I mean, this guy, I think I told you this over the preseason, is that he went back and realized, like, this ain't college. And he went back and went to work um, this offseason. Everything, footwork, passing, reading defenses, a whole bunch of stuff. And you can see it. Like, he looked. I'm so thankful he didn't have to play the first year. But now this year is about, to me, for him, his experience. And he's going to get it this year. He's going to get it. Um, but even even in saying that, there's the bumps of usually a quarterback. And, and usually what you rely on when you have a young quarterback is a running game and a defense. And here's my angst with my team is, we got eight first first rounders on our team on defense, and we still look like a bottom half of the league defense. And you know why we look that way? It's like we're not coached well, and we don't play well as a unit. Um, there are teams in this league that don't have the half the talent we got on our defense, and. One of those teams, I would dare say, is somebody like a 
Minnesota, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you see them play, they look like they they're gonna make some plays. You ain't just gonna beat them thirty-five to nothing. We have given up sixty-four points in the first two games. Like any good defense, that's about four games worth of points. Like any good defense. A good average defense is going to average less than 20 points a game. Would you agree? I mean, I they did 17, I, 18, 19 points they may give up. I also I also think, though, that our defense is probably uh, getting not enough credit, though, because oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think that first game they just got out-schemed because yeah. there was such a massive shift from the first drive where they stopped Tom Brady to the rest of the game. It was just like they just pulled out all the stops. Yeah. Uh, last game, I thought even still, they looked good most of the game. But then it was obviously they dropped back into a zone. Um, and, I mean, Ben got hurt. But the, the, at that point, we were just getting picked apart on defense. Cause, and I also think we were, because we were in a zone. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I you know, I really think the first two matchups were pretty tough. Just yeah. I don't I don't think they were easy opponents at all compared to the rest of our schedule. So Nope. Uh and and and, and just to finish, um I I I I ex- I just being a fan of my team, I expect for us to look like a team every week. I don't ever expect to win every game. I just expect to look like we have a possibility of winning every game. That's just me. I look at the talent we have. I look at the the players talent wise. But I don't. I this last year, two years, um, we don't look consistent. Uh, last year we started out was it one two and one or was it one yeah one two and one the tie. Mm-hmm. Then we went on a run. I think we won what six six in a row. Mm-hmm. And then we turned around and couldn't win a game. We went <laughs> like four and five or whatever it was in the last four games. So and 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 we know from last year it just looked like some games we couldn't even get a first down. We couldn't even it was third and ten. We couldn't stop them on third and ten. When you know they gotta throw. That, that's 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 the angst that we feel with this team, but I mean a lot happened. I'm 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 gonna mention now and move on from Ben because that's over. Um, I mean I hope he's healthy. I hope the surgeries from everything, all the reports and everything we're hearing is not career injury. So I mean now it's like getting healthy and getting back to it. But with this season, I think um, the trade from. I, when I heard we were in for the trade, you know, the first thing I thought of was like, Sean, something wrong with Sean Davis. Like, I, I really felt like we don't make this trade if Sean Davis isn't going to be hurt. Well, I don't know. Uh, so I, I actually remember during the game, um, Will, Will Deasley had stiff-armed uh, Sean Davis. Mm-hmm. And then the announcer was like, oh, Sean Davis looks like he's hurt. He's and hurt. I was like, I was like, is Sean Davis hurt? And I was like, yeah. but no, he's out. I was like, he's out there. So I was like, maybe he's, I was like, maybe he's okay. Yeah. But then I noticed he had only played 
like such a small percentage of the snap count. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that can't be good. And then obviously the trade happened. Yeah. But to build on um, pretty much what you were about to go into and just what you were saying about not having talent. So I noticed, uh, so they also said Steven Nelson's been playing pretty well, according <laughs> to P- PFF. Um, mm-hmm. I still obviously like want to see him play more over the season, but I'm happy that he's playing well through two weeks. But do you think the uh, the Fitzpatrick trade is going to have like immediate benefits, or do you think that it's something that's going to take a little time for it to kind of show on the defense? Um, oh man! Because obviously you can never you talent. can never complain about having young talent, talent. right? Right. Right. But right. you got talent the wise, so it's still. I think I think I heard this this week and I was so happy. And this goes back to my angst about this team. I heard this week we're going to go back to just being plain defensive calls. Like we're going to dumb it down again. Like we're going to go to defensive call like and let it be football. If it's man is man. If it's you know what I mean? If it's we may have a variation, but we're not going to get into the whole you know Football can turn into chemistry after a while, but mm-hmm. all the plays and all the disguises and all the things you're gonna do. Sometimes you just got to line up and beat your man. Not saying they're gonna do a lot of that over the next couple of weeks because they, you know, they got new players. But for this, for this team, and when I say team, I'm talking about coaches and players. I think playing is better than anything. And and what you're about to see, and we saw it to me, I think you and I both talked about this this week, is when Ben got hurt, it looked like the offensive coordinator was actually coaching. Like doing some stuff, like doing some things that you and I have been like, well, why we don't do that when Ben's in the game? Like, why we don't? I saw <laughs> I saw somebody else point out on Twitter, like, did anybody else notice, like, the offense looked completely different <laughs> when, when Rudolph came in? Different. Completely. And then, I mean, a part of that, too, is, D, uh, tell me how many times over the last two years I've been screaming about play action. Play action. Oh, yeah. Play action. And I said, I think I told you this past offseason, I'm like, Ben must be don't like play action. Well, I don't, I don't know if – so I mean, I don't I've, know. I've tried to, I've tried to point this out, which I know most people don't want to hear it, but Connor hasn't really been getting a lot of good yards on the ground. No. So I also kind of felt like that was part of the problem that uh, we hadn't been running play action because I'm like, if you really look yeah. at it over this over the stretch of a season, the team the teams that we that are actually decent on defense, Connor hasn't been able to get any yards on them. But like still, it. play action is predicated on the belief that a, that you're going to run, not on the belief that it's going to be successful. Well, you, also, you also remember that Ben's been pretty much thrown, like everybody know, like we're throwing the ball like 40, 50 times a game. Yeah. So, but 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 that that, was, that goes back to my point. Like Ben doesn't look like he likes play action. He might not. Because because. Be, I mean, must, definitely could be right. Because cause, cause it's, it's just not even called is what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like you don't even see it. We run 60 plays. How many play actions do you see? Barely One? any. One? Exactly. <laughs> Barely and any. I'm talking about for a team where even last year when Connor was, was all pro, 
Like, you literally still didn't see play action. So, like, this game, the other day, I swear I saw at least 10. Like, when I say play action, I mean, like, literally sticking the ball out to the running back, pulling it back, and turning around and turning your back to the line of scrimmage. I saw more play action in two quarters than I did in, like, two years, three years. Mm-hmm. But, no, the offense looked good. But I'm like, the, 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 you know, I, was, I about jumped out of my seat when we did a flea flicker. <laughs> like, dude, we ain't done a flea flicker in, what, eight, nine years? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's I hope, uh, what's our court, offensive coordinator's name? Randy Fishner? Yeah. Fitch, I, think, I, think, I, I think he's a good coach. I think being a rookie offensive coordinator uh, I think does not allow for him to like take control of the offense in a manner that also is good for his quarterback. Um, so that's why I was saying last year, I think I told you this, and if you correct me if you don't remember this, but I think I said he's going to struggle next his first year as no, a coordinator. Didn't. And, and, and I just believe when you're new to something, you have struggles. Like, you're going to look good, you're going to look bad. You're going to look good, you're going to look bad. So I was hoping this year, with with the first year under his belt, that he was going to be a little better. Um, but And I'm not saying it's over. I just felt like the lack of practice and the lack of playing during the, the preseason is like now you got to figure it out actually in a game. And, and I think you're comfortable with that. And I say you, the coaching staff and the ownership, is because you have a veteran quarterback, right? Because you wouldn't do that with a young dude. He got to play. Uh, Andy Reid had the MVP plan in preseason this year. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And that's because, yeah, he the MVP, but like he, this is literally his second year being a quarterback. And he got to get ready because – Teens got a, a film on him now, so it, it's it's one of those. I um, hmm? I'm saying it's one of those like we'll we'll see now that there's no pressure on him from a standpoint of like I have a veteran like he may feel now like I have to I have to do things a little different because I do have a rookie. So, well, I guess that would be a good time to ask. So then what what are your expectations of Mason now? And say if he does lead the team to 14-2, and two, do you, I mean, we both – we expect, obviously, Ben to come back. But, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, should he – you know, will he stay on starting or, what? you know, what's going to happen? So I, I think um, if Mason is 14-2 and two and wins the Super Bowl – you have a big quarterback controversy from the standpoint of the media. From the team standpoint is which quarterback, which team going to step up and give us a bunch for one of these quarterbacks? <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, but the obvious choice would be everybody's going to want Mason because he's right. young. So um, if Ben comes back healthy, he's going to be the quarterback. Right. Now, the pressure would be he got to perform now. You see me like, cause like there's a dude on the bench that just led us to fourteen and two, 
and sitting there and, and will be cool because Mason, Mason, if Mason plays well this year, he ain't even got to go 14 2, 9 and 7, 10 and 6. He's Jimmy Garoppolo now. Oh, we go, we go 8 and 8, Mason. Mason get yeah, the contract. Everybody is like, everybody wants him at that point. And then you have to decide. And I think the Steelers, look at, look at the chess moves the Steelers made this year as far as contracts. Nobody got anything over three years. Oh, like, you, you know that that's the whole that's the whole tradition tradition that we keep talking about. Like people well, people want to come play in Pittsburgh, but they're not gonna like if you want to come play here, you're not you're not gonna necessarily be worried about securing a, a long term contract. But, a lot. Of, but, I don't I don't. But but for this, but, but what I mean by for this particular um, season of the teams. Nobody got over a three-year contract is because, first of all, Ben would be 40, whatever. Um, all the other guys would be older. But all these young guys got to get paid. You got yeah, Juju. That's, that's true. Juju, Juju got to get paid. Watt got to get paid. And any other variation or whoever else is on the team in three years, two, like two to three years, you got to start. That's salary cap. You got to start spacing that out. So then the other big one would be in three years, Mason's contract is up. So you got to make a decision. Well, would it be two now? Is it through 2021? Well, this started this year. So this is year one, year two, year three, which okay. would be for him year two, year three, year four contract up. Now, the other thing is they can, you know, they still can franchise them. And you can definitely franchise them money. because, well, you can franchise them because everybody else coming off the books at the same time. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't really know. I was just thinking about that when you were saying that. I'm like, yeah, we don't really uh, have a lot of people. I would expect we would have to pay in uh, mm -mm. Two, two or three you, years. Juju got to get paid. Uh, you might sign them after this year. You probably will get him cheaper, um, or you may not. Um, White, White has a fifth-year option, so he's in year three. So you still ain't got to do him for two years. Um, That's it. Ju Juju was a second-round pick, so he is due in n not next year, but the year after. So, because this is his third year, so yeah, like yeah. So you be trying to pay Juju either next year. Yeah, they'll probably work out with something with Juju after this offseason. But I mean, for me, that's that's pretty much that's, it. That's pretty much it. Um, the um, everybody else is already locked up, or they'll be older, and you'll be trying to replace them through the draft. Um, I think Vance McDonald may get a um, extension this year too. Um, Vance McDonald is really good, man. I mean, he, I look. He's just he's just older. That's that's my only he, knock on he, him. But he's twenty nine, so I mean, his next contract you sign up for another three years or whatever. You you keep him when you got nothing else. And, and to me, your biggest I'm gonna get back to asking your question, but to me, your biggest draft needs next year is <laughs> talent. <laughs> but tied in anybody, <laughs> yeah, tied in is at the top of the list for me. For me, uh, um, I think. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I thought it was at this year too, but yeah. you know, me and, me and you said if you weren't getting Hawkinson or, or one of those guys, yeah, there was really no. No, it was. I mean, but I still thought they figured they would be able to get somebody. But all the good ones went like round a round or two early. But about time they could actually draft somebody, which was that was the what was the round they got two dudes fourth round was it fourth round they had two picks fifth mm-hmm. round one of them. They figured I thought they figured they could get one a decent one there and they, all of them were gone. Like they ran, like the second and third round was all tied ends. If you go look at it, it was like everybody just decided we better get it now. It ain't gonna be there. You know, and at that point, we didn't have a second round. So when we got to the third round, we're going to see. The thing I really am looking forward to, to this next couple of weeks is to see if the talent on the offense will start looking like an offense. Like, I think we're really talented. I looked at some of the plays Johnson made last week or some of the missed plays, and, like, the dude was open. Um, I don't even know if you saw this week in an article when Joe Hayden was like, man, I go and practice against Deontay Johnson because this dude is definitely the best route runner on our team, but he is also one of the best route runners I've seen since I've been in this league. And I'm like, that's a lot to say, man. That's a lot to say for a rookie. And I remember, you know, just listening to the leading up and when we got him, everybody was like, he's just a natural route runner. Like, he's just a natural, just like eating to him. Like, he does it naturally. And this was from a guy who hadn't even got to the pro level of learning some other stuff. So, I mean, now he's been around the team and practicing the last, what, three months? He got to take another step up. We need him. Moncrief, to me, is, is pretty much done. Um, it'd be nice if you could get him in the game and let him run a couple go routes and hopefully he'll catch one deep. <laughs> but I'm like, to have him in there running right now, he's shot. Like, in his mind, he doesn't even look like he can, um, like he just look dejected. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I am. I'm, this is the first time in a long time. I just want to see how the team reacts with a lot of new guys, like a new fresh guys. And 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 Fitzpatrick is one of them. You 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 basically talking about the best safety last year. This this dude, I know you always ask me about college football because you don't watch it the way I do. But this guy, man, I'm talking about Charles Woodson Jr. at the least. Um, the ability rise. It's like now. This is uh, who? Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick, yeah. Hit you, run with you, ball skills. He got it all. Fast, can hit, tackle, makes plays. I mean, he's probably the best defensive back the Steelers have had in the last 10 years. At least. Uh, you know, I, I told you I was pretty, uh, you know, I d- did an article on him. So I was doing the research, and I was like, man, I'm really, really happy with and, his... And, uh, and I'm talking about, like, it ain't even close how good he is compared to anybody we've had over the last decade. Well, so that that was one thing I was saying about even Sean Davis. So I'm like, if you look at Sean Davis's tape coming out of college, 
like this dude's tackles were off the charts mm-hmm. and i'm like but that probably looks at okay the level of competition whatever mm-hmm. you know however mm-hmm. he was doing so then i'm like but then you look at fitzpatrick i'm like fitzpatrick p- played less games had more sacks more interceptions mm-hmm. like and he's also playing at a higher level of competition mm-hmm. and then i'm like and then you're looking at everything that people are saying about him and i'm like man this dude this dude is clearly like a first round talent for a reason like pick, mm-hmm. people pick them as high and that's like the thing to me is like if you draft somebody in the top 15 like you you believe in them and obviously Miami is pretty much a revolving door of talent and coaches yeah but I'm you know it's like I said I, I was incredibly happy when we traded for him because I'm like people were ecstatic about Sean Davis but I'm like this dude is a completely different player in every in every in every form and F, and you're talking about intellect you got two two dudes now who you got Edmonds on one side well I, I'm assuming they're gonna play on that safety yeah. so you got you got Edmonds on one side you got another dude who's versatile pretty much is everything we wanted from Burnett but better everything we wanted from Davis but better and then he's young and intelligent and he's not taking up a lot of cap space so I'm like oh. I, I really I really don't see any negatives about the trade at all so it, um, is, it is now it is now the ability to like have the coaching staff go no matter what a team does to us we should be able to match up on the field and make plays because if you if you take us right now and match us up against a team we should be able to either negate or be better than them from a player stand-wise. Now, I ain't saying making, making plays is a whole nother thing. Like, sometimes, I remember, was it the the first touchdown? Russell Wilson dropped a, a dime over um, Edmonds. Was that the tight end the first time, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that it was, was a, like, it was that like was the, the same perfect, thing with uh, Brady, too. Yeah, perfect pass. Boy caught the ball. I mean, Edmonds was in position. Well, I mean, he had broke up one early in the game, but I'm like, that's that's what I mean by like that quarterback. When I'm going back to my conversation about the quarterback, like you gotta have a quarterback make throws like that, make plays. We was hitting 100%. Russell Wilson all game. Like it wasn't like <laughs> he was standing back there like he had all day. But well, he used, he's used to that though. But he's used <laughs> to that, and, and, and he knows. Don't make a mistake. Don't fumble. Don't um throw picks. You know, that stuff gets you in trouble eventually. Like, you can't beat a team. You could be playing a scrub. You throw the ball three picks. You, you're usually going to lose, right? But that's why they went to the offense the last couple of years. Like, look, let's get some talent in here offensively running the ball because it's easier to run and, and then have a quarterback than to have, like, it's like the Brady theory. Like, we ain't got to have talented receivers. They just got to catch the ball because the quarterback going to get it to them, right? So, that's what Seattle has went to. Like, we're going to have a decent defense. Uh, even with their defense last week, dude, the rookie put two, two touchdowns on them quick. I I, I just think we should have, like, me personally, I, I think we should be one-on-one. I, I think we should have won that game. Last I do week. too. I do but, too. You but you gotta make plays. And you ain't make the plays. 
And that was that was like last year too, where, where you were saying like you know Boswell didn't miss a few of those field goals, where you know Dude, our our record's looking a lot better. But Boswell, what was he fifty something percent last year? Maybe low sixties. Something atrocious. I don't. If he I'll, was seventy five percent, we are eleven and five. So that if, that's if a, he was eighty percent, we twelve and four last year. So that's like, also one thing that you were saying though too is, so the one the one thing like with New England, which is where my my problem is so much more the coaching with us, because I always feel like the Steelers do have talented people, and mm-hmm. obviously I wouldn't really say that so much about the defense the past few years. So I I can't wait to see how that goes, how it everything goes going forward. Yeah. But it's, especially the offense is like I've never. The offense has never been a concern to me. Like even even this year, um, I mean, I wasn't necessarily one over on Moncrief. I still think you know, obviously he's a talented receiver, and without mm-hmm. all the damage to his hand, but I I I, I literally I think we talked about that was it last week or on the first week when I said go look at his fingers, right? And I was just thinking to myself, like I know they had somebody. I would have literally been like, so if I have a surgery now, and you get me back to 85 percent for for the season when can i come back and be you know at least functional with this hand if they would have told me 10 weeks i would have took it because that would have told me i think he got hurt the first week of training camp so i'd have been like okay so maybe i missed through when is our when is our bye week week seven week eight week seven i could have came back in the last half of the season as another weapon. But now you're looking at if he goes out now, his season done, I, at least to me, unless they say it's six weeks. Look, look what I'm saying. Bree's thumb was a lot worse than his. And they right now are telling six to seven weeks for Breeze. So that's why I'm like, I don't know how bad his finger was, but I'm thinking like some type of surgery to make it better Back in training camp, that's it's just it's just mind-boggling to me right now because this guy, because of his hand, like Darren, I'm not calling Moncrief like a top twenty receiver, but he ain't no bum. Not you know what I mean? Like he he's not a bum in no way, shape, or form, and that's why I was so excited about it because I'm like, you had Moncrief and Juju. Um, I thought Washington would be better, and the tight end, I'm like. They had, at right then, before they stepped on the field, they was a top 15 receiver core. And then they did anything, they went in the top 10. That's how I looked at it, because Moncrief was big, tall, and fast. Like, open. So I, that, that's why I was like, now, because he can't catch the ball or he's having issues, you got to reset. And, like, resetting is, and I'm glad I saw the move this week. They were like, the boy starting. I'm like, I'm shocked. Because, you know, the usual the steal away is we're going to work it out with what we got. So not only did they make a trade, but they also put the young boy in the start now. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe it's that urgency of <laughs> this the last ride with this bunch over the next couple of years. We can't, we can't lose more. We can't, you know, we can't wait anymore. Oh, I, f- I felt like everything that has been going on has definitely been a 
sense of urgency type of thing. And I'm like, that first round pick, I was like, for for a guy that's proven, I tell you this all the time, we talking about proven talent against maybe talent. And you get the option to bring somebody in, I'm like, you got to do it. You got to do it. So, anyway, that's that. Well, I actually think that's still a, a pretty good segue into week three. Obviously, we're going to be on the road going into San Francisco. So, obviously, this is, uh, I want to say it, Jimmy G's, well, you know, obviously, he played a little bit of last season before he got injured. He was playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's playing pretty well this season. Um, they don't really have anybody of note on offense outside of Kittle. Obviously, they're dealing with a few injuries at the running back position. Uh, but the defense is something that is noteworthy. They have a lot of talent on their defense. So looking at our team, um, you know, as we were saying, offense started to look a lot better at the end of the Seahawks game. Uh, added some more talent into defense. What are your expectations going into this game? Seeing as obviously Jimmy G is a talented quarterback, but he's not Wilson or, you know, Brady, who have right. obviously been successful their entire career. Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl winner, at least been right. in the Super Bowl twice. So it's a little different of a matchup. So what are, what are you looking at for this this matchup? It, it, it is you got to back up to, like, basic football this week for me. Um, I need the offensive line to play well. I need the defense to play well. I mean, to me, it's just about this week you, you go back to the basics. You got to tackle well. You got to make the plays that's there. Um, you, you know, you and I both agree that um, Shanahan is one of the better play callers, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I looked at some of their run. You know, they almost ran for 300 yards last week. That's pretty good. Um, but it was a lot of that misdirection, smoke and mirror, like, and this, and this is where, as a defense, man, you got to you got to get back into none. Of, none of it should be. None of it should be surprising to anyone on defense, on your offense, no defense. But you got to you got to play smart and just play your cues, play your part in the defense. So, like, what I mean by it is, all eleven dudes got to be moving to the same beat. You know what I mean? Like the same thing. Mm-hmm. It can't be one guy in zone where everybody else in man. It can't be um, one guy get a hold in on third and ten. You got to, you got to, and you got to tackle well because you know they're trying all that misdirection. They trying all, you know, they trying all that fake the ball here, fake the ball there. Um, on, that's on defense, but on offense, it's also. You you gotta be efficient. Like we we can't run the ball on first and ten and get one yard. Like, or you can't throw the ball out in the flat and the dude drop the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, it's like you gotta take what's there, make the good throw, catch the ball. Um, there we just said it a few seconds ago. We got eight first-rounders on our defense by itself. 
if you if you line these guys up and took them off the bus, they look like Alice right now. They they look like, <laughs> you know what I mean. And and, and so now is, calm down, play football, make the plays that's there. Um, tackle. Um, what was I looking at last week? The first half, I think they had one drive on us, and that was the drive you said. But even in that drive, they would get a penalty or something, mm-hmm. and and our offense did nothing. We still was winning ten to seven. Ben gets hurt in like third quarter. All of a sudden, we couldn't do anything. Then we started doing stuff. Then all of a sudden, we was back to giving up third and long, giving up. You know, like what we have. To, oh, and, and why it went out last week. So. It just looked like me when Watt went out last week, they made adjustments. Then they were like, they ain't got nobody else on the outside. <laughs> so, like, we ain't scared of, of them no more. Pass the ball. Give them time to pass the ball. Simple routes. Um, Steven Nelson was out there balling last week. I know you asked me that earlier. But yeah, his man, yeah. I don't even know if his man even got close to getting the pass complete. It looked like he was hitting running backs and tight ends all game. Who Nelson? Um, um, well, he was he was guarding uh, Metcalf, but like yeah. my my point was is like. But you only... remember remember Metcalf when Metcalf caught his touchdown. It was that um, I remember they 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 called a funky play. It was something funky. And they got the switch that they wanted. Yeah, I don't. And I don't think Nelson was on them that. He point. wasn't on them. They, they. It was like we was in a zone. It was something funky, and I just remember like as soon as they dropped back the pass, he looked right at Matt Calway, and and then once again, you know, throw the great pass. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, it was <laughs> like, on. It was on the money. Russell Wilson will be playing when he got time, man. Hey, and, then, you know, and then and then and then you almost and, got drafted to the MLB for a reason. And then you remember uh, we said this earlier in the week. Like, do we have them third and nineteen? Any average defense gets you get you off the field, and then it's back on your your offense, right? Because mm-hmm. then you would go. We were down two with the ball. I think we would have had one timeout and what more than two minutes left. Because I remember, yeah, wasn't that the two minute play before two minutes when they got the third and. Mm-hmm. 18, yeah. So it was like one of them, you make a play right here, they punt. And then you might have a chance to kick the field goal. And win. It, was a, it was a very winnable game. Yeah, even with all that what, what went on, you still had a chance to win. And, and to me, you talking about Chicolo. Man, don't get me started. I'm not even going to bring that up. We can talk about that later. So... So do you think that will – I mean, obviously, you know, we've had a little trouble on the road in the last few years. we we got to start off better this year. we got to start off better um, this week. A new quarterback. Do you think we'll win? Um, I'm going to pick us to win this week. That's good. I'm, I'm still not confident, but yeah, – I'm going to pick us to win this week. But, I didn't pick but, us to win – I didn't pick us to win – um, game one, I did pick us to win game two. But I, I think I'm going to pick us to win this week. That first quarter to me, the first and I, I think I tell you this all the time, the first and third quarters is everything in every game to me. 
Like if you win those two, you set up for the the, the second and fourth quarter to like close out close out a half or close out a game. So we're gonna see. I just like man, I'm looking I'm looking at their defense. Mm-hmm. It's like man, their defense ain't no joke. So they, well, they, well, they definitely, and this is what I go back to again. They definitely have a great defensive line. That's their whole game. That's their whole defense to me. But once and again, linebackers. Oh yeah, but once again, are we supposed to be like top three line? I I've just never so that that goes back to what you were saying. I don't know if we were actually discussing that on the podcast, but so our line, so our line to me is a great pass protection line. Yeah. So even when you looked at like people would be like, oh well, you know, they made the way for Le'Veon. It's like, dude, it wasn't like Dallas's line with Demarco Murray. No. Where that where they were like clearing you know clearing the part in the seas. But I'm but like, all, it was just. Hmm? But I but I, but I also I agree with you. 100%. But I also think the scheme doesn't... It's like we don't... We run more from shotgun the last two or three years than ever. You know what I mean? Like, we don't... It's like we don't line up with that tight end. We don't... We don't line up a lot of times with, like, a fullback in the backfield and run or run play action or whatever. It's like we trying to run that and, and once again, I'm going to say this to you, too, to add this second piece. You know, our new quarterback ran that RPO all in college. That was his offense. That wasn't that wasn't Ben's offense. Like, that RPO mess, mm-hmm. like, that was what Mason ran at in high school and college. So, I'm expecting to see a good bit of that um, all the, um, t- tomorrow in certain situations. But I agree with you. We don't run the ball in the instance like when you look at how Dallas runs. What's his name? Very Zeke. rarely, very rarely do you see Zeke like running more than half his runs out of shotgun. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they hand Zeke the ball downhill. That Handed that line ball. that line is built to run. Yeah, like our line could be that way. But somehow or another, we have got more into the scheme of running out of that shotgun. And I don't know why that is. But either either way, I just So expect- if you look at Big Ben's pass attempts, like pretty much for the last, the last since 2013, mm-hmm. he's only thrown under 500 pass attempts for one year. And that was, yeah. 2000, that was 2015. He's last year obviously was his highest amount. He threw six hundred and seventy-five attempts. So, 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 he, so, so here's why I am hopefully confident of of tomorrow. There's no way you want Mason Rudolph to throw forty <laughs> times tomorrow. Absolutely no not. So what that means is you're intentionally or unintentionally, because you're paying a rookie, you're like we have to run the ball. Right, I'm just saying that when you have to run the ball, line up in a formation that's actually a running formation. Free, free, Jalen Samuels. Yeah, like, free, like literally, run and let the linemen get in a, st- a running stance instead of have them standing up in a passing stance to run out of. That's what I'm talking about tomorrow. That's it's like it's no way you're gonna make him have to 
throw 40 times unless we get down. And I, I and to me, I'm like, I ain't got no secret. I'm going to tell my offensive line, they supposed to be the baddest defensive line this, mm-hmm. this side of the Mississippi. So I'm putting this game on y'all. And you know what's happened over the last two or three years when we decided we actually going to run the ball. Like, this is the same offensive line besides the, the right tackle. And that dude is huge. What is he, 6'8", 2-something? If he can't move a couple bodies... Uh, he don't need to be there. He, he don't need to be there. So that's why I'm like, tomorrow, you got to line up sometime. Be like, we coming down here. And then what that set you up for? Over the top. Easy throws. I mean... I if I if that was my game plan, I'd have been telling them all week we will be lining up to run. No, that I'm definitely is, uh, excited to see what we do tomorrow. And then, cause cause remember when we ran that flea flicker, I was about about had a heart attack. You was almost going to have to come save your dad. I looked. Ben went out. Samuel started getting the ball. McDonald started getting the ball. I was just I was like, like, what What in the world? Oh, that flea flicker? Man, I about stood up out of my seat. Like, I, first, first of all, I, I, I wasn't even going to say it was successful. It was just the point that we ran the flea flicker. I was like, Phew. It's like, you mm-hmm. got to be kidding me. No, there was there was energy. Like like how I was saying when Baker Baker Mayfield came in came mm-hmm. in last year, it was like it was like that energy. And and and, and <sighs> I think if by the second, that beginning of that third quarter, Mason looking like a pro quarterback, I just think the whole team lifts up. And then I go back to my angst about this team coaching. So you you saying, you saying Keith Butler against Shanahan? Yeah, might be in trouble. And that's why I'm like, when I heard this week, oh, we're going to simplify the defense, I'm like, oh, yes. If you do that, we might actually have a chance to, to, to really play well defensively. Like, we've beaten this team the last three years. Did we beat them? Yeah, we beat them two years ago. But it's, it, it is one of those when I just feel like we got a shot this week because I play well and we got, I think we win. And I, and that's just from playing well talent wise. Going in there and turning the ball over and giving up big plays, you're gonna get beat bad. But if it, to me, if we just if it becomes a tight game or we play actually play well at all three phases, like I've been quite pleased with certain phases of our team the first two weeks. But then we just have a moment in the game when it just goes from. Like, what, what do we say about the New England game? The first quarter and a half, this looked like a dog fight. Then all of a sudden, New England's like, okay, we got to do a, we, we did not A and B. Let's go to, we ain't going to wait till the third quarter to go to D. Let's go to D now. And all of a sudden, we looked like we was a high school team playing against a college program. Yeah, it got, it got ugly real quick. It got ugly real quick. And like we, and the other part was, there's no reason, none, 
that we can't line up each week and be halfway efficient on offense with the team we got. You trying to tell me we went against New England? Did we go three and out? Three out of the first four times we had the ball. We or didn't like that. We didn't. We didn't have the like it. It the game just looked so bad. Like it, it honestly, it didn't look like at any point in the game that we had we a chance to win. Yeah, it, it honestly didn't. Even even the times we had the ball, it, there was just no hope. Yeah, it, it it looked really like we was overmatched. We looked like we was a, we looked slower than them. So that, I mean, I just kept thinking like, man, the defense was playing so well. Offense wasn't doing anything. And then when I usually see that, I'm like, man, it's like, it's like watching an NBA game. Be, oh, we we supposed to be killing these dudes, but we only up by ten. Like we literally look better than this team, but we only up by ten. You know, sudden, you know our rule. If you ain't you ain't beating New England by like three touchdowns. You like, in trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt. Wasn't it wasn't it seven nothing? It was like mid second quarter. It to, and, to and, me and, it wasn't it wasn't the fact that it was seven nothing. It was how it got to be seven nothing. Yes. And that, and that was like how, what I was saying from it was like that first drive we came out we looked good like we stopped them. And then it was like no, offense. The defense, yeah, the defense looked good. Well, like no, offense. yeah, that's what I was saying. Like that. Yeah. Well, they then they have the ball first. I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought they had they had the ball first. We stopped. I think them. they did. Yeah. And then our offense came out. We didn't do nothing. And then it was like the next play that they that they well, I don't know if it was like the very next play, but no, it was like at, at some point, like pretty much, we no, kept going. Oh yeah, they we drove. went out three and out twice. Though. Yeah, we went through, we went out three and out tight. They had they drove. I think they went out on three or four plays the first drive. We got the ball, went out three and zero. They had a few more plays the second drive. Went out. We got the ball, went out, mm-hmm. and then they came and scored that seven nothing. And that they was the, that was the drive. It was like they were calling picks. Yep, having dudes crossing the field. Yeah, and it was like what in the world is? Like, they what happened? Did, they literally realized, like, oh, we ain't just ain't gonna beat them just straight up. We got to do what we do. And yeah, they called it. a flea flicker. <laughs> yeah, it was it was what we do. What we do. It's like we we are prepared every week to we gotta <laughs> take these eggs and make an omelet, and that's what we gonna do. And then at that point, you could see it was like. But then there's that point that I just was looking at, like, okay, offense, y'all got to do something right here. And it was like, nope, we can't even. Well, you know, you know what Belichick gonna do? He ain't your best player ain't beating us. Oh so. no, that was Juju, and and they, you could see it. They were like, nah, Juju, he ain't gonna dictate. We we'll let we need to let McDonald get off the line of scrimmage. We gonna rape him. So that leave, like we literally like I they, they kept, I think was it during the game they kept showing McDonald and how dudes was beating him up. They were like, nah, mm mm. We beating you up, and then they also had a. Uh, because I, I think we talked about this in the first podcast. Like, this is about the other players got to start making plays, and you got to be able to run the ball a little bit for everything else to start working. Because right now they know Juju is a number one. Like the dude makes catches, makes plays, no doubt. 
they know Mac, McDonald is a matchup nightmare. Big, fast. But then after that, what else you got? If you can't run the ball, they looking at like, oh, well, he, if they can't run, we get him in third and eight. We already know the first two dudes to take out of. So if he got to go to option three and B, we should be in the backfield by then. So that's exactly how they feel about playing us right now. And last week, it was that way until all of a sudden, we ran a flea flicker, and it looked like it opened up the floodgates. But then by then, we couldn't even get off the field. We couldn't make a play on defense. Defense was looking atrocious by that point. By that point, what you call it, had went out the game. Um, TJ had went out the game. Or who else went out the game, D? I forgot who. Somebody else went out the game. Davis was hurt. That, that was Davis. Too. Yep, that was it. And then all of a sudden, we just looked like we couldn't even make a tackle after that. We The defensive line make a play. We get them in third, second and long, and then all of a sudden, we can't make a play. So they would drive and score, and then we would get the ball and score. I just kept thinking, like, okay, y'all, one play. Let's get the ball back. Because by the end, Mason looked like he was ready. Yeah, that's, that's pretty – that's pretty much why I'm excited for for this game because I'm like we, I thought that we looked better as a whole at the end of the game. Um, obviously, adding Fitzpatrick to me should make a difference. Uh, I don't know it how really much of, I don't know how much of a difference yet, but I definitely think there's a lot of a lot of things to be excited about. You know, outside of obviously Big Ben getting injured, yeah, obviously with, you know, yeah. yeah, terrible. Um, because so, so I remember you you were asking about the draft picks, and I don't know if you asked that in the question after the draft. So yeah, we don't have a first round, but right now we have a second, two fourths, uh, a fifth, six, and a seventh. I think. Yeah, I think um, I, I think I was asked to, talking to you about that. Um, but but also that's before the compensatory. And they're thinking at worst we'll get a third. So we might get better than a third. No, I mean you can't get more than a third. Oh, okay. For compensatory, but if we get that third, we literally are a sec, a second, a third, two fourths, a fifth, and a sixth. I think I think we may have got may have lost a seventh or something. I can't remember, but um. He's looking good. Yeah, we don't have a first round, but, you know, um, the first round is Fitzpatrick. I mean, if you if you were uh, looking at going eight and eight anyway, what's that like? A, yeah. Like a, a late a late first? Yeah. Even if you're nine and seven, you're talking about mid round. So. So, but I was happy. I mean, like Fitzpatrick, we literally got Fitzpatrick. For basically, he's a first rounder, so that's basically four years of Fitzpatrick. Cheap. No, I, I definitely, I was happy, I was happy with it. So I was like, if you're gonna trade that first round pick, you better go out and get a first round talent with control of him. And that's exactly what happened. I'm like, because I told you, the draft was literally gonna be outside linebacker, tied in safety. That's your first round picks right there. So now what you've done is like, okay, so we got our safety. Now you like you hoping you hoping that 
the, the outside linebacker that you draft is a guy that you're going to get in the second or third round. I mean, T.J. Watt was about to be a second rounder. We didn't pick him. You know, I think I think we'll be okay with drafting. With with the way that uh, talent is now, I don't, I don't think a first round, like unless you're picking it in the top ten, then it's pretty much a uh, a free for all after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, the uh, would you agree? I don't know what's the other question questions you got, but would you agree? Bud is gone. Sean Davis is gone. I uh yeah I, I thought Sean Davis was gone anyway. Um I mean we've asked him to change positions already. He's been hurt a few times, hasn't really produced. I don't really see a reason to keep him on the team. Same thing for Bud Dupree. I mean you'd have to essentially franchise tag him. Or I mean if he'll take a you know like a cut, then I, I don't see. I guess why not? Um I don't I don't think he's so bad to the point of where if, like if he's. He, yeah, uh, if he if he has a a good, I just think outside linebackers get paid a lot of money, right? So, the 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 best you can hope is he signs like a five year sixty plus, right? I, who Dupree? Yeah, I mean, if somebody's gonna pay him that, then bless him. But yeah, I mean, exactly. If, if it's if it's me, I'm not I'm not paying. To have. I have four four to five years of tape on you. Like, I, I haven't seen anything outside of you being able to make plays against pretty much the worst left tackles that there are in the league is when you usually get sacks. So, I mean, no thanks. I, to me, to me, looking at the market, like, safe, you can get a good safety. You can get a good outside linebacker on a one-year deal if it, if it comes to that yeah. in terms of, like, rather than keeping somebody that isn't going to produce for a bunch of money. So, I mean... I, I think that's why people was excited about a guy like Skipper or Ola because they're like, we want to see what they can do because we know what Bud can do. So, you know, you know, me, you know I, me and you are always like the injury thing. So, when, when you got dudes who have always got injuries, like Ola, yeah, like it's like... And I don't know if you want to keep him around forever. No, I, I mean, right now he's you got control of him forever because he's undrafted. I mean, I mean, right. I told we can get into the whole NFL and this contract situation on on a, one of our all season podcasts, but it's um it's um you have control of him. So I think at this point, which you hope, do if Ola plays like Bud right now, you happy. Cause you like you're not paying them any money, and 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 like it, so you basically saying we got Ola as a starter next year, and he gives me five to eight sacks. You're like you're happy because you're not paying them any money. But because Bud's a first round pick, you're looking at that like, dude, Bud, man, you, you give me five sacks a year, that ain't nothing. So that's 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 right now. Um, like you said, we you could size Shaquille Barrett for a one or two year deal and get with Bud getting off uh without paying him a bunch of money. But 
anyway. We'll see. Uh, they're supposed to be starting a rookie tomorrow against Bud. We'll see if Bud does anything. No, I think uh, tomorrow is definitely uh, definitely going to be exciting. I think um, that's probably a good place to end it, too. Uh, so thank you, anybody, for taking the time out to listen, as always. Uh, you know, we appreciate it. You can look forward to another episode next week. Um, obviously, we're expecting a good game tomorrow. Uh, you know, I'm obviously pulling for a win. I don't know if how that's going to turn out, but it's always go Steelers around here. Um, always hoping for the best. So if anybody wants to uh, obviously send us any questions that we can talk about, please write us at SteelersSanctum at gmail.com um, and get ready for the game tomorrow. Here we go. Go Steelers. <laughs>